Nikata joins us this morning on this Thursday morning, the 20th of October. He joins us this morning. And, uh, Rob, mate, all the talk, the Legends of League, we spoke last week about how, mate, they all said, mate, you're unbelievable. An unbelievable <laughs> footballer and really made a presence there on the field. Good morning. I think that says more about the other blokes in the Charters Towers team. They'd um, forgot the train for the last 20 years. And um, <laughs> I think I've just, I just maintained a level of fitness, I think, perhaps. Yeah, that's the only way you can explain that comment, mate. Yeah, well, they reckon you went well, um, and everybody was talking about that, mate. One thing out of Chartist Towers, which we we touched on the other day, and I probably haven't, and I think it's a great template to m- probably go into Mount Isa as well, is the removal of the flying fox. Now, the Chartist Towers Regional yeah. Council invested uh, with the help of Biodiversity Australia to try and rid them. Yeah. And this has been something. Yeah, I mean, I, I've talked to you guys about this, about our oh. cemetery, about the problems there in Mount yep. Isa. But this is, and look, I actually saw it on TV. It actually looks like it works. It's unbelievable, mate. And these those blokes, Biodiversity Australia, are just uh, really, really brilliant. And and um, uh, yeah, it's about four, three or four years. I've just been saying, get these people in. They seem to be able to do the job. They did the job in Ingham. Um, they've done, uh, I think, Moorumbar, or was, uh, they've done a number of places around Queensland, but really experiencing um, that's 20, oh, well, over 20 years. I remember when the, the problems first set in at Charters Towers. It's been a huge political issue, and it's, um, oh, you know, I grew up there, mate, and just knowing all the houses around that big, the, the big flash hotel in Charters Towers when, um, you know, in boarding schools had their speech nights or whatever, they, all the parents started try and stay at the nice park motel, or if you had a and it, it, it's just been ruined as a business. Um, I think a couple of times it fell over just from the stink of the flying foxes. So, um, you know, the, the main uh, hotel in town got ruined as a business, all these houses and residents. And um, we still had all these bat lovers trying to stop anything being done for 20 years. And um, yeah. finally we got these guys in, they just did the job, uh, just gone. Um, but look, they're pushed to the side of town and they're, they're even um, – you know, at the oh, at, at present, they're still um, disrupting one, one or two people. Where, but you know, they've gone from the middle of town, which is just unbelievable. And um, and of course, you've still got all the animal lovers saying you shouldn't be touching them at all. But it, it's a great result, mate. Oh, it certainly is. Now, talk to me about, and I mean this honestly. What, what what's the chance of getting them in Mount Isa? Because that they've been very, very. I mean, people couldn't get to the cemetery at one stage. Yeah, yeah. But look, they they're migratory, and you can get oh, they're two types. But they can, you know, they they take and they can be in Cairns one month and Man Isa next, and but they'll they'll settle in for. Well, I'm no expert, mate, but that, they'll they, there's there's a colony there in Man Isa at the moment, but it's not too big. But you get them in, um, you get the likes of biodiversity out, and they can um, encourage them to go somewhere else, and uh, they can do everything within the laws that all the greenies want you to hear by, so um, it's sort of unlocking, they unlock the key that help us deal with this issue and deal with it in a way that keeps the grannies happy as well. So, um, it, you know, for the first time in 20 years, it's been dealt with effectively and looks like a permanent solution there, which is just huge, but sad in a way that it's taken 20 years to, to deal with it effectively um, <laughs> under the laws that the government give us. So it's um, unbelievable. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's pretty rewarding, mate. The harrowing scenes and, and people listening to this, you know, in Townsville CBD uh, last Sunday evening um, where a young lady had 10 youth set upon her vehicle armed with a knife trying to carjack her. Now, I'm sorry. 
You know, in, in, in Johannesburg in South in South Africa, they tell you you never pull up at a red light after sort of 10 o'clock if you're there because of that. I, I cannot believe that we're in Townsville where this is now and a wonderful, wonderful town that we've yeah. now got this. Now, we've talked about youth crime and reform laws. But the government don't want to listen to this. This is seriously a big issue for a young lady now who's traumatised, who has to try and push charges. There's got to yep. be some sort of some sort of absolute uh, uh, legal protection for victims of crime. Like, there has to be. There has to be, mate. Um, I've, you know, I've had a number of people, I've had man eyes, I was having a beer with mate in Townsville last night, so one of our footy mates that got same thing happening, Paul Maddox driveway, go to do some fitness in the morning, uh, run to his car and um, and you know he sped up to get out and risked running over the fella. Um, didn't, but you know the, I've got stories of Mount Isa where they chased down kids, stealing their car, tackled them, roughed them up while they're waiting for the police. Nothing bad. Then next minute they're facing a jail sentence. Yeah, nothing bad happened to kids, but um, you know what happens when you're in a scuffle <laughs> with kids, and um, because they're underage, if you're seen to be assaulted, you can. You can be facing uh, one fellow's facing seven years in jail for defending his property. So, yeah. um, if they're not going to fix the problem, you've got to meet us in the middle somewhere and say, "Well, you know, let's go a little bit lighter on people if they if they've had to defend themselves because we couldn't get there or do the job." Yeah. Um, but the, but you know what it's like. It's sort of the the person that turns up to court and sort of ordinarily does the right thing seems to be one that gets gets the full force of the law when. They do put a foot wrong, so you know. I, geez, you've you've um, you've handled this kid the wrong way or too roughly. Oh, mate, and, uh, that's now the we're going to look yeah. at offending you. Yeah. And how, 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 that's not fair, mate. And that's not fair by anyone's standards. And if you're not going to fix the problem, you're going to have to amend the laws that meet us somewhere in the middle to lower the bar, so that you know it, you can't go after these and prosecute these people that get caught in those situations. Um, I've got to ask you this, and, and, and you're right, and we, we could talk about you. It doesn't seem to be getting fixed, but you've got to try and get something. And, and obviously next week in Parliament you're going to try and obviously have this chat, but the housing crisis is the big one. Okay. Um, you know, like, you know, there's 100 abandoned hostels units in Charters Towers, aged care facilities. You could tell, talk them into accommodation, grow the region. Yes. This is the thing. We could grow regional Queensland by shifting some of these people out of the city Right, but we haven't got a health system. That's the drama. We haven't got education. We've got to try and get everything, the back end done before they even start. Mate, they, they, yeah, well, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit with the housing stuff in regional Queensland. Um, you know, we put a call for stamp duty, um, lowering that because, uh, you know, with a little bit of effort there, you could start encouraging, you could do two things at once is stop the big, um, you know, the centralisation of everything and sucking everyone to the city, which... Um, you know, they say there's a term called diseconomies of scale. If you just, if you go too hard at put, pushing people into the southeast corner, you start having to provide big bulky infrastructure that makes it a really inefficient way of growing the state. But also, uh, you know, there's just a lot of simple solutions. Um, the old Eventide unit, there's a hundred units in there. And, um, like there's some people have helped along the way, but with, in terms of the state government, um, it's, uh, you know, it's a private developer cost the government nothing. And it's taken us 12 months to, how do you get hold of the land, you know? Yeah. How serious are they about trying to fix these things? And um, there's just there's just this layers of bureaucracy in the state government all the time uh, that um, that just make it so blooming hard. Uh, so, 
you know, there's a good solution, mate. 100, 100 units. Um, that that's a that's a huge and uh, that's a huge impact for even towns in those regions. So if we keep chipping away at things like that, I guess we can do our bit yeah. in that space. You did right. Hey, mate, appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for being with Thanks us. Thanks um, All as usual, doing a fantastic job. Housing crisis, youth crime, gee whiz, they're two big topics and the government just want to stick and bury their head into it. Appreciate your time this morning, mate. Thank you. All the best, Dolo.